All right, and welcome back to the Josue Bar Podcast. This is a podcast that's dedicated to your personal growth. I believe we're either growing or declining in life, so we are here to help. We post every Monday and Wednesdays. So Monday, we put about a Monday message just where you hear messages and content from me. And Wednesdays is our Wednesday's Word from the Wise. And that's one of my favorite segments because I get to sit down with pretty amazing guests and draw from them and glean from their insights. Well, today we got a powerful message for you, continuing on with our series of Focus Rhythm Momentum. So last week we talked about finding your focus. So remember, people don't execute their goals because they do not follow a system, structure, or framework. So the this month, again, we're focusing on the framework of Focus Rhythm Momentum. And so in order, so again, we talked about finding our focus uh, so if you missed the episode uh, before that, I would encourage you guys to go back uh, to the last episode and look up Finding Your Focus, uh, because in there we really dive in that if you're going to have growth in your life, or if you're going to execute your goals, whatever, you need or momentum, you, you need rhythms. And what are rhythms? They're habits, routines, rituals, right? But with uh, and if you don't have those rhythms or habits, routines, and rituals, it's most likely because you're not in focus. And in focus, we come down and boil it down to the practical side of what are the five things in this season that God has called you in to focus in. Now, you don't have to have five, but five is the max. Uh, but um, anywhere from one to five, what are the focuses in your season right now? And whatever those focuses are, you build rhythms around it, and then you're going to see momentum. So um, before we get into the topic of rhythms, I feel like we need to lay down a foundation about stewardship. So we are to steward the goals that God has placed before us, right? The, the focuses that, that we have in this season. But from my perspective or what I believe, I believe a true steward is a true manager, right? If you're stewarding something, that means you are managing it. It's not yours, but you're taking care of it. You're managing it. I also believe a good manager can only manage what they measure. So to put it in this perspective, if you're not measuring it, you're probably not managing it. And if you're not managing it, you're probably not stewarding it. So the question lies, what to measure. So again, I believe uh, managing what you measure is important as we get into the discussion of finding your rhythms. So I want to lay down this foundation, this episode of managing what's measured. So first I want to debunk the whole, you know, deal of, you know, measurement isn't spiritual. And I do that because this is a Christian podcast and I know I have believers on here and I know at times it may feel like, man, well, that's not just, that's not spiritual to measure things, man. I'm just led by the spirit. Again, coming back to finding a framework or a system, we want to build a system around something. Again, people sometimes will debunk that or, or, or throw out the argument that, man, that's not really spiritual. But again, look how God created the world, right? There's seasons, there's four seasons except if you're here in Colorado, okay, there's like only like two. But man, there's four seasons in in the year, right? Even the biblical principle of seed, time, and harvest, there's a structure. There's a structure. Look at our body and how it functions, right? There's a structure that it follows. So even in this measuring, you know, measurement's important. 
And I'll give you uh, an example. In Genesis chapter 41, this is powerful. You know, this is uh, the story of Joseph, and he's interpreting Pharaoh's dream. And so God, you know, gave Joseph the ability, the power, right, to interpret the dream. So Joseph, when, uh, or when Pharaoh had this dream um, and he needed interpretation, Joseph was able to interpret it, meaning that, hey, Pharaoh, you're going to have seven years of plentifulness and then seven years of famine. So he was able to explain the dream where, you know, Pharaoh had all, you know, the wisest men in his time trying to interpret and they just couldn't get a grasp of it. But Joseph being anointed by God and operating as a spiritual man and a spiritual authority was able to bring an understanding to it. But here's the beautiful part behind it. Not only did Joseph bring a spiritual understanding to this, he was able to bring a practical step by step of how to accomplish this. And we see that, right, and uh, Joseph gives the, also the sound advice, so save up, you know, from the seven years of, of bountifulness, you know, obviously take what you need for those seven years, but then save up, and that's going to cover you for the next seven years of famine. And so check this out, in uh, Genesis chapter 41, vor- verse 48, so it says here, so he gathered up all the food of the seven years which were in the land of Egypt and laid up the food in the cities. He laid up in every city the foods of the fields which surrounded them. In verse 49, Joseph gathered very much grain as the sand of the seas until he stopped counting, for it was immeasurable. Now, I want to I pause here real quick because... A lot of people will focus on, well, look, see, he stopped counting because it was immeasurable. No, it says until he stopped counting. So I believe there's a powerful principle that, man, when you are a good steward and you operate in your measurements, right, measuring the right thing, managing the right thing, and you're faithful in that time, then God can entrust you to handle the overflowing amount of grace the overflowing amount of prosperity. What do I mean by that? Even like with finances, right? If you can be a good steward managing your finances for a season, right? You're putting things away, you're saving up, you're, you're investing, you're, you're doing things and it may not see, seem big and bountiful right now, but you're being diligent in the season of preparation, then God will come and shower you with more. So all that say, even Joseph, he took time, he was counting, he was gathering things away, he was managing well, and then after that, what did he see? He saw growth. So again, um, measurement, is it's, it's not a non-spiritual thing, man. I think it's very important. So uh, the last thing I want us to focus on, it's uh, from this lesson from Four Disciplines of Execution. I'm going to put that link in the show notes, but I highly recommend if you're trying to get things accomplished and get things done, whether it's for yourself personally or whether with with the team, uh, you know, Four Disciplines of Execution is a phenomenal read. All right. And so in there, I'm just going to talk about the four, uh, the two disciplines and four disciplines of execution. But discipline one is, you know, find your wigs, right? And so wigs, it's an acronym for wildly important goals. And to summarize that is, you know, people generally, um, they 
are focused so much on other things or other tasks. You know, I love how the book kind of really breaks it down of there's the whirlwind of life, right? The whirlwind meaning where there's a lot of things going on. And and if you're focusing on everything, again, you're not really in focus. So I believe even finding your wigs, it kind of correlates over to focus for the momentum because first we got to find our focus. So even in this, it's uh, the book even suggests, you know, one to two. What are the one to two wildly important goals that, man, if you accomplish these two, you succeed in life. So what are those two things? If you need help finding that, again, I'd encourage you to go back to the episode, Finding Your Focus. Uh, that would definitely help you out. But discipline too, and this is the, the whole point that I'm, I'm pulling from this, I'm managing what's measured, is act on lead measures. So act on lead measures. So there's a difference. There's lag measures and then there's uh, lead measures. So lag measures are these. Lag measures are past data. So what does that mean? Like, for example, maybe someone's goal is to lose weight. Well, a lag measure is by looking at the scale. So even for me, uh, that's a that's a focus of mine right now in this season of life is getting into uh, health and fitness and losing weight. And so every Friday is weight day. So I step on the scale and see where I'm at, right? But even when I step on the scale, that's a lag measure. I can't do anything with that. Now, it's not unimportant. It's very important because it's letting me know where I'm at. But again, I can't influence that data. I can't really do anything with that. It's in the past, right? When I go step on the scale Friday, it's showing me the results of what I've done from Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? Another version of like measure or like even sales, right? What, what, are my, what does my revenue look like? Another example is like church attendance, right? Even in, in a church, if you're just measuring your attendance, what is that? That's lag. You can't really do anything with that. Again, it's important because most of our goals generally kind of fall within the lag measure. But again, what's going to help us influence that lag measures is our lead measures. So what are lead measures? Lead measures are a set of short-term data that are uh, predictive of long-term lag measures and are influenceable. Okay, so what that means is what are the things, the short-term pieces of information that you need to do that's going to help you affect your long-term measure. So example, let me give you an example, like even for podcasting, right? A lag measure would be subscribers. Okay. How many subscribers do I have? But a lead measures is how many times am I posting weekly? How many times am I posting on social media? You know, the episodes that I'm doing, the articles I'm writing about it. If I focus on doing these things throughout the week, then I can ensure or I can look and test that it's going to um, adjust or influence my lag measure, meaning my areas of subscribers. Let me give it another example. Maybe you're uh, in sales. And so, again, I kind of mentioned this already, but like a lag measure would be revenue. How much money am I receiving? How much money am I making? Again, when you're looking at the end of the month of how much money you made, that's lag. You can't influence that or change anything with that. But if you're looking at your lead measures, like, all right, uh, how many daily calls am I doing, right? How many follow-up emails or follow-up calls am I giving? 
Like I know even for myself, I remember I worked at a uh, salad master and I remember we would go door knocking and right. And so like, if I wasn't getting appointments for dinners, I would have to look at how many times am I going knocking on doors? If I focus on my lead measures that can influence my leg. I'll give you the last example, and this is one that is uh, I'm really focusing on, is, again, weight loss, right? So I can stare at the scale Friday, but I need to look at, uh, and, you know, that's where a lot of times, too, let me uh, just throw this out here, where people get discouraged is because, you know, uh, weight loss, for example, they're looking at their lag measure, and maybe for the next couple of weeks, they don't see any changes, right? Maybe they've plateaued. Well, sometimes people get discouraged to stay, stick with their diet because of that model. But if you begin to measure your lead measures, you know, um, are you going to the gym? Uh, what's your calorie intake? What did you burn? You know, even for me, so I have an Excel spreadsheet that I look at uh, every day, right? And I have it listed out for the week of gym. Yes or no, did I go? Did I close my Apple ring? So my Apple ring gets set to you know, a certain amount of moving, how many steps that I take, certain hours of standing and a, a certain uh, certain amount of time for exercise. Did I do my AM protein, my PM protein, what was my calorie intake, and what, my, what was my calorie burned? So even for me, yes, I, I step on the scale Fridays, but primarily the main things that I'm looking at are my lead measures. Because I know if I am consistent and faithful in these areas, those lead measures I was just talking about. And instead of making it this big, ambiguous goal that I'm trying to accomplish, but man, today, these are the six things that I can measure and look at. If I'm successful in those areas, I know by Friday when I step on the scale, I'm going to see a difference and see a change. Right? You can increase these lead measures every day, and you can increase your engagement and execution based on what you measure. So, all that to say, why, why am I bringing this up? Is because as we create rhythms on the things that we focus on, right? So coming back to focus, right? I told us what are the five areas of our life, you know, three to five, two to five areas of your life that you're focusing on this season. Create smart goals out of those, those focuses, right? And then build rhythms. But the reason I want to talk about managing what's measured First is because, listen, before you build rhythms, what are the leading measures that are going to help you influence the goal that you want to accomplish? Right. I remember someone asked me, I, I taught this at a, um, it was like a small group and someone was asking, well, what about like something as simple as like, I want to just get better at reading the word or getting in the word. Right. How do I, how do I measure that? And, you know, I know some of us are, we're going to have goals like that, that may not have a, again, for me, if you're sitting down with me and talking with me, I would try to find some kind of metric to measure it again, make it a smart goal. But I understand maybe some, some of the goals that you have in front of you are not even that it's not even a metrical thing. It's just more of a habit thing, you know? So for this instance, someone was telling me, I want to get better at reading the word in the morning. Well, the thing I looked at is like, well, what are all the things that you need to get done in the morning before, you know, that, that distracts you or pulls you away? So like, for example, a good thing could be is set your clothes at night. Set your clothes at night. Another example could be, um, you know, 
uh, you set your clothes at night, you set your coffee maker or you put your coffee beans or whatever, you're a coffee person like me, uh, you set that up in the, uh, at night, right? And you can buy different coffee makers. You can buy ones that are automatic that will automatically set for you. Um, I, I would encourage that. But like, right, set your clothes at night. You know, I know for me, I have a little table and if it's messy, I, I don't even touch it. So make sure my table is cleared, <laughs> Right. Um, I used to do this at, at this other house I was, I was living at, um, he, man, it used to get so cold. And so I had a hard time waking up in the morning cause like, man, I wanted the blanket just to stay hugged on me. And so what I did was I automatically had the temperature, uh, 30 minutes uh, before I woke up set to a temperature, uh, that was warm and nice. So by the time my alarm went off, I'm like, I'm not having to struggle to keep the blanket on me. Right. So those are like little tasks that I can do. And I can measure like, all right, those are leading measures of if I do these acts, I know it's going to affect my ability to or influence my lead or my lag measure. So even taking that concept, right, of measuring uh, action, measuring uh, a task to do, if you can do that, I'm telling you, it's going to set you up for success. So if you have these things in mind, it's going to help you develop a rhythm. Okay. So again, um, we want to debunk the whole thing is measuring spiritual. And I, I believe it is, I believe, uh, you know, there are important things that you can measure. Again, we're called the steward. Good stewards are good managers. Good managers are good measurers. All right. So you can manage what you measure. All right. Again, four disciplines of execution, phenomenal book. I highly recommend you guys to, to get involved and read that. Um, but yeah, I, I want to talk about this uh, before talking about how to practically build out rhythms. So thank you guys for tuning in and man, just love you guys. Talk to you later. Peace.